The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Yesterday, state officials erected a fence around the Robert E. Lee statue on Richmond's Monument Avenue. They say the barrier is only temporary ahead of the statue's planned removal. Roberta Roldan has more. The Lee Monument and the area around it has been a gathering place for racial justice protesters since last summer. Some people have also set up a community kitchen and garden. They regularly serve free meals and collect coats for homeless people. B, who prefers not to use his last name, has been caring for the garden for months. He says the state's decision to block off the area hampers his group's efforts. No plants get watered, uh, no jackets get collected, so less food to eat and more people cold. State officials also removed any items left behind. A spokesperson for the Department of General Services says they plan to dispose of everything they collected, except two basketball hoops that they say they want to return to their owner. The state currently has no timeline for removal of the Lee Monument. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. On Monday, officials confirmed a case of the B117 COVID-19 variant in Virginia. Health officials say it's an adult in the northern part of the state. This variant of COVID-19 first emerged in the UK late last year, and it's associated with an increase of person-to-person transmission. As of January 22nd, the CDC knew of fewer than 200 B117 cases in the United States. Available COVID-19 vaccines are expected to prevent that variant. According to the Department of Labor and the CDC, employers can mandate that their employees be vaccinated. Christina Vaccara is the program director for the Hampton Roads Society for Human Resources Management, she said it's an entirely different question as to whether an employer should do this. Healthcare, education, and long-term care might be industries where a mandate makes sense because of the high risk, because of the impact we've already seen COVID have. But there are many other employers for whom mandating a vaccination maybe doesn't make as much sense. Vacra also said that employers can provide minimal incentives such as gift cards or paid time off for their employees to get the vaccine. A bill to end mandatory minimum sentences in Virginia cleared its first committee in the General Assembly yesterday. Advocates say they don't reduce crime and they're more often handed down to people of color. Whitney Evans reports. Andy Elders, a public defender and member of the group Justice Forward Virginia, says mandatory minimum sentences tie the hands of judges and juries who are expected to use discretion when handing down sentences. The current law literally bars, prohibits the exercise of mercy. The Virginia Sheriff's Association opposes the bill. Executive Director John Jones said that's because it removes the mandatory minimum punishment for assaulting an officer. We think this bill will matter by saying that it's not as serious as it used to be to assault a law enforcement officer. The legislation does not apply to Class 1 felonies like murder. The state will study whether it's able to resentence people who are already serving prison time for a mandatory minimum offense. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Soon, Virginia voters filling out absentee ballots may not need a witness to sign off on it. A proposal by Senator Barbara Favola to remove the witness signature requirement is now moving to the House of Delegates for consideration. The bill passed the state Senate yesterday. 
Favola says the witness signature acts as a barrier to voting, noting that only a handful of other states require it. Republicans have repeatedly criticized the bill, saying it could lead to voter fraud and erode public trust in elections. Studies leading up to and following the 2020 election found no cases of widespread fraud. Virginia lawmakers are considering a bill that would require drivers to give cyclists more room when they're overtaking. The Bicycle Safety Act, proposed by Senator Joe Morrissey and Delegate Chris Hurst, would also allow cyclists to ride side-by-side with each other. Morrissey says the law change would make it easier for drivers to safely overtake and not penalize parents for riding alongside their children. Many families that are biking together, often the parent rides on the outside closer to the travel lane of their child and feels gives the child more protection by doing that. The proposed Bicycle Safety Act would also allow cyclists to treat stop signs as yield signs, which has been shown to reduce accidents in other states. Virginia State Police are opposing that portion of the bill. Chesterfield County is seeking community feedback on a revitalization project dubbed the Rockwood Special Focus Area. Officials are hoping to encourage developers to build mixed-use housing and to create a more walkable and bike-friendly destination near Rockwood Park. Currently, more than 77,000 vehicles drive by the popular park each day. To see sketches of what the area may look like and to submit comments, go to chesterfield.gov. The deadline to submit comments is February 1st. A military jury sentenced a SEAL Team 6 member to 10 years in prison yesterday for his involvement in the 2017 death of an Army Special Forces sergeant. Chief Special Operator Tony Didoff pleaded guilty last week to several charges related to a hazing incident that killed Staff Sergeant Logan Melgar. Didoff will also forfeit his pay and receive a dishonorable discharge. His attorney said he intends to appeal the decision. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, January 25th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 